Okay, so uh, back at it. It is time for the Pistols Firing Podcast with your hosts, yours truly, Carson Cunningham. I mean, he's about as pretty as they get. Joined, as always, by Kyle Porter. When he breaks through and gets in the open, it's over. Gone. The Pistols Firing Podcast starts right now. Emergency podcast, emergency podcast on the Pistols Firing Pod. Kyle Porter joins me. I'm Carson Cunningham. Kyle, we had massive news. Our pod we taped yesterday aged about as well as a pod could, or about as poorly as a pod could possibly age. Uh, we were talking about Casey Dunn as the OC and Chuba leaving. Uh, Dunn gets hired, but uh, Chuba's not leaving. The, posing with the car matters not. He's coming back. What'd you think? Yeah, speaking of... Uh... Speaking of sponsors, we, we don't. We, this is going to be a short one. It's going to be 10, 15, 20 minutes. I want to thank uh, Chris's University Spirit and MidFirst Bank. They've been sponsoring us, uh, Chris's, for a long time, MidFirst, uh, since the beginning, or I guess since the middle of last football season. So, uh, as always, check them out. Wanted to give them a shout, even though we're only going 10 or 15 here. Um, yeah, I was on tilt for like six hours yesterday, and it started. It started with the the text that you read to me on our podcast, and people who may maybe they listen to that or go back and listen to it because it's hilarious. During the middle of the pod, you bring up this text, and it's a picture. It's a deleted screenshot of Chuba on I think it was Instagram posing with a car, and so you're like, okay, well that that's weird like and and i had been i mean i wrote this i went back and looked 11 days ago carson i said i've flipped chuba stain based on people i, I mean it, this was like sourced like based on people that i had talked to that were close to it and then at the 11th hour i get i get just waylaid by this instagram post is that is that how you <laughs> felt too yeah, I mean, I, to me, all the signs were pointing that he was coming back. I mean, if he was going pro, he just would have announced he was going pro. He wouldn't have waited till school, got back in session on Monday. I thought the, the timing, doing it on Monday before the national title game, that said to me that he was staying. Yeah, and yeah. The, this car thing was just out of left field, and I don't think it's wrong to assume that that was something because it got deleted. Now, I'm sure OSU compliance was like, Chuba, you can't, if you're coming back, you can't be like endorsing auto dealers. So they made him take it down. But I don't know. I, I was surprised after that post that, that he announced he was coming back. But uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I was basically saying he's as good as gone once he was endorsing a $70,000 or that he, he was test driving a $70,000 car, which, again, so, I don't so, know how that works. But. That, that's what I was going to say. Do we have an expert? So later on, the the car dealership, I guess it was out of Edmonton. Yep. Which at first I was like, is it out of Edmond or Edmonton? Uh, I would have felt better if it was Edmond. <laughs> I thought he was going to Canada and not coming back. They, I guess, again, posted on Instagram something about how they were just fans of Chuba. The The whole thing is weird. I mean, it's right. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I, I don't know. Are, are we just, should we just, are we going to bury it? Are we going to talk about it? Like, how, how's this going to go over the next few well, months? Well, it's, I, it's not illegal to test drive a car. Um, yeah. 
It but looks he, it looks as if he's getting some sort of benefit. But if you'll remember, Kyle, this actually is a, a, a throwback to Big Red Sports and Imports. Remember that scandal at Oklahoma? You know, Rhett Bomar gets kicked off the team. J.D. Quinn gets kicked off the team. And it comes out that Adrian Peterson test drove Alexis for like a month. <laughs> and he somehow didn't get in trouble for it. So if he can do that for a month, I guess Chuba can do this for a week or two during the uh, – Right. The holiday and, break. and who does? Who knows? Maybe he, you know, rented it, paid for it, whatever. I just thought the 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 thing about the about the car dealership sort of using Chuba as an advertisement, kind of, I guess, was that was the weird part to me. I don't I don't think there's anything nefarious going on with like and maybe there is, but I don't think that he was like given anything or whatever. I just thought it was weird that they were, po- they, they were like using him in their, in their ad basically. Yeah. Well, and clearly OSU didn't like it and it, it was taken down rather quickly, but not before people were able to, to screenshot it and send it to me during our pod and make us kind of change our perspective on what Chuba was going to do. But he yeah. did announce he's coming back, Kyle. And yeah, man, I mean, with the defense they have coming back, with Chuba, with Spencer Sanders, and assumingly a healthy Tylen Wallace, I think this team is not only has to get to Jerry World, they, they will they will be favored to do so, in my opinion. Now, the the preseason poll is is usually garbage, and Texas will be too, most likely because Ellinger's coming back. But mm-hmm. make no mistake, OSU plays Texas at home, and they're the better team, and. Mike Gundy needs to get this team to Jerry World. The expectations have, have been reset for me now that Chuba's coming back. Yeah, I uh, so a couple of things here. By the way, did you see uh, Brett McMurphy's top 25 poll today? Did not. Love Brett McMurphy. Front of the pod. Great dude. He's, he's, he's a great National dude. AP writer or national sports writer of the year, I think. Yeah, he's he's awesome. One of, Just, one of them. Beat writer of the year, my bad. Very, very kind person. Uh, he had Iowa State number 10. Ten? Ten. Did you talk, did you DM him and say win nine games? I've I just threw my keyboard across the room. I was apoplectic. So Texas was like five then? <laughs> I think Texas was they were up there. Texas the the you tweeted this last night. You were on fire last night, by the way, but <laughs> um Texas at twenty five to one to win it all is just it's 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 amazing. It it so truly funny. it truly is amazing, but uh, yeah, I mean, I got an email this morning, and this is a little little uh, a wet blanket email, I guess. And I understand where this person is coming from. They're like, why why am I supposed to expect a three or four win leap from this year when it's basically just the same team, you know? And yep. Fair. And I th- I think that's a fair question. And and look, Carson, I think I think so much of it depends on like does Sanders does Sanders make a leap, right? Because that was you know the Tech game, the Baylor game. I mean, he just he turns it over five times at Tech. He throws the interception at the end of the first half against Baylor, loses all that momentum. I I just I don't know. I I feel like after watching some of the postseason stuff, I feel like so much of it is dependent on your quarterback and uh, can he stay healthy? Does he make that leap from freshman to sophomore year? Which is when when we traditionally see, you know, guys who are going to be really good college players. That's when they make the leap. And if he does, OSU is going to be really good. 
It totally hinges on that. And to me, I think this is very telling that Tylen Wallace and Chuba Hubbard both passed up the NFL. To me, that's a ringing endorsement of what they think Spencer Sanders can do because they came back to win a Big 12 championship. And if they had any doubts at all about Spencer Sanders, yeah. I think they would have probably gone pro. I mean, if you don't think that, if you don't have faith in this, the quarterback who's the who's the man, and you, you kind of were frustrated last season with his production and, and just how he ran the offense. Well, then I think that casts serious doubts whether you want to stay. And I think, you know, Tylen had the injury. I think I think I probably think Tylen leaves if he's not hurt. But Chuba coming back, like That's he thinks crazy. they can win. The, he thinks they can win the Big Twelve. Now I'm sure he wasn't happy with his draft card, but I think I think Mike Gundy really and give Mike Gundy a lot of credit. I'm I'm yeah. super hard on his recruiting. You are as well, and I think rightfully yeah. so. He makes five million bucks. Go go recruit some dudes. But the recruiting job he did to convince Tylen Wallace and Chuba Hubbard to come back is very reminiscent of, to a lesser extent to me, Mason Rudolph and James Washington. I don't think those guys were as high as prospects as, as Chuba and, and Tylen without the injury. But mm-hmm. he sold these guys on winning a Big 12 title and, and a great recruiting job by him. He was He was feeling himself last night too. Dude, he was like the host of he the was, film room. So I flipped over here. So we were watching. I, I told you this. We were gonna. We were, we wanted to watch with our kids and just kind of you know have some fun, eat some popcorn, just relax. And I flipped over right before the game started to the to the uh, coach's room, and I hear him say, "Okay, uh, okay, that's it, guys. We're gonna we're gonna take it to a break here." And I was like, "Gundy's throw <laughs> like what what am I watching right now? Like Gundy's throwing it to breaks. He comes back. He's like, give me. You tweeted this.'" Uh, give me 20 seconds on uh, – I forgot what it was, but he, he looks at Gary. I mean, he's working the room. He's calling plays. He was phenomenal in that in that position. I thought he was so good. At one point – and this is, a, this is a guy who understands television and a larger audience that are not football savvy 101. At one point, Gary Patterson starts talking about cover one or cover zero – He's like, okay, Gary. You need to you need to explain that for the viewer. They they might not understand. Co- we all understand cover one, but to explain to the people watching what cover one is. And <laughs> like he like that's that's full like that's what like a, a regular ESPN host would have, would have done. Yeah, and it's he, Mike Gundy. Well, and he, and he looks so he looked. I mean, the thing for me, he looks so comfortable in that position. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if that was you mentioned like riding the Chuba high. I don't know if it's just because he's done it before. I mean, they had the uh, the Halfley guy from from Boston College. He used to be at Ohio State, I think. Yeah. And he was Co-defense a little like it felt like he was a little out of his world. And Gundy was just like I thought Gundy was going to like put his feet up on the on the table and just he should have at the start going, man, I'm feeling good tonight. Chuba's back. Throw it around the room. The the Halfley guy wanted to be Mike Gundy's best friend, didn't he? <laughs> From Boston College, he was just like every time Gundy would call a play right, he'd be like elbowing Gundy, like hey, that's, that's the play, that's the play. But uh, to me, Kyle, it, I think Mike has a future in this. I really do. I know. I know. Like I think if he wanted to retire tomorrow, I think he could. Now he'd have to start small. They're not going to put him on the you know a primetime game right away. But he's a little Romo-ish in terms of predicting plays, in terms of his comfortable his, his comfortability on the air. And I think he kind of liked it. And I think he can realize he can make a couple million dollars just doing that and not having to grind on, on the coaching scene too. So maybe that's something he'll do whenever, whenever he decides to hang it up. It's not going to help the recruiting. 
what uh just the fact that he's like oh i could i could go do this that'd be even that'd be easier well maybe it helped the recruiting last night being on the film room never know yeah that's true um okay any other any other chuba thoughts just you know i I think this year's gonna be interesting because and gundy talked about this at the end of the year and we kind of all rolled our eyes like oh yeah you know good luck with that but he was like, okay, Chuba's going to get fewer carries when he comes back next year. And we're all like, well, he's going to get no carries because he's going to be on the Texans, you know? <laughs> uh, but just, I don't know. I think that's one of the big things for me. I mean, they ran it so much this year with him and with Sanders to where you're like, are you protecting those guys? Like what? I don't know. I, I don't know how you can do anything different because that's sort of your offense now. But, uh, you know, it, it as is normally the case with OSU, the 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 drop off behind them, it it's stark. You know, you're gonna have probably a true freshman as the backup QB, and then you're gonna have I don't know LD Deondrick Glass Des Jackson somebody behind behind Chuba whoever it is is gonna be a big drop off, and so I think keeping those guys healthy is uh, is paramount. Yeah, I mean that's if any of those guys get hurt, they're they're cooked and. I do wonder if LD Brown is still going to be the backup running back next year. That, that to me spells just the same amount of carries for Chuba Hubbard as he got last year, despite Gundy's comments. Now, the thing I'm looking forward to, this is my last thing, is Chuba needs 2,200 yards, Kyle, to be the all-time leading rusher and pass Thurman, mm. which is certainly attainable if he plays against McNeese State this year. You know, he could have rushed for 2,200 this year. Uh, that that will be kind of the storyline all year, and obviously, can they get to Jerry World? Yeah. Um, well, if they get to Jerry World, they get that extra game too. Yeah, totally. So that that's gonna be fun to watch. And again, my final thing is just OSU's ceiling has been lifted. It's been raised a few stories, and yeah. that story is something they've they're zero for three on. And that's getting to the Big Twelve Championship game. So. Uh, you know that's gonna play out, Kyle. They don't play. They play OU in October. All the pressure of the last game has been lifted. Mm. You know that this plays out, right? They they beat OU in October and then lose in Jerry World, right? And that how this and that how Squinky works. Don't do this to me. It's and that how it works. Just let me enjoy like one month. I know that that was that was, that was a wet blanket. I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, I think my final thought is this, uh, and I wrote about this. I wrote five thoughts on Chuba returning. Um, just that one-two punch that you had with Tech and Baylor. And, and we were, you know, we were on here and I, I don't think it was, we, we were being rational. Like we were not like out of our minds, but it's like, okay, what, what direction is this going in? You know, is it, what's the trajectory here? Is, is this the beginning of the end for Gundy? It felt like that. It really did in a, in a, in a non, like, um, in a real way, in a, in a non hyperbolic way. Right. Did you feel that? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought the program was was going down from those heights of 2011 and 2013. And I so just thought think, it was precipitous. And so think about how far this feels from that, because there we're talking about is this beginning of the end in a in a legitimate way, and now we're talking about okay, can they can they make it to the Big Twelve title game? And it's yeah. like it's like three months later, and that's part of I mean that's part of like the the college football roller coaster. And it's what makes all of this so fun. I mean, it's the best, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that that's a big takeaway for me. And also, like, 
you're gonna run the you're gonna run the slate in non-conference. You know, three and zero. Can you get it together at the beginning of the conf- of, of conference play? Because they haven't. They're what I think two and five in the last seven years, or three and four, or something like that. And they've got they've got at TCU, Garrett Patterson and, and Gundy reunited, and uh, then they got Iowa State at home. You win those two games, and then we can then it's then it's real, you know. Yep. Then it, then it's a real thing. Um, but until then. I think I think it's fair to ask a lot of questions about how they're going to show up at the beginning of uh, or at the end of September, beginning of October. And how do you avoid the 2017 thing where Rudolph yeah. and Washington just assumed they would be winning the Big 12 and going to the playoff, and it didn't? Yeah. They lost three times at home. You can't just just because you get it, you get the gang back together doesn't mean it's going to happen. So I would yeah. You wrote you wrote that point as well. Is this 2011 or 2017? I think that's that's a good question, and it's a fun one. We're going to find out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Good stuff. Thanks again to Chris's and Mid First and Carson. We will uh, we'll talk again soon. Sounds good. See ya.